Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Aria talking to me. <laughs> the character from Game of Thrones, Aria talking to me. I don't see anyone else here. Ned Stark. <laughs> Aria, to- it's Aria talking to me. My name's Adam Knox. This is Ben Vanell. Hey, everybody. I thought you were going to commit fully to the De Niro impression. I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're recording My, this. Like De Niro, that is a De Niro impression, actually, to be too tired to bother acting anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is our Meet the Fuckers. Um, yeah, we're recording this after you've done two comedy festival shows, and I've done one. Yes. Uh, it's, it feels later than it is. But boy, well, that, it, it does feel late. Yeah, the clocks have just gone back today. Yeah, as we're recording this. Yeah, we broke all our clocks. We returned them to the store. <laughs> <laughs> we have just done comedy shows. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is uh, we're going to be covering two episodes on this episode. We're going to be doing six and seven of, of season, season one, one. Yes. of Game of Thrones, the television show yes. on home box office. Mm, it's not TV. It's it, HBO. Yes, it is. It is TV though. Yeah. Those fuckers. I know, they're so arrogant. They think they can transcend the medium? No. Although. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good uh, Sopranos, you know, Golden Age of Television, all that stuff. Um, so we watched these, I think the same, the same, we staggered them the same way. We watched one yesterday, one today. Yeah. Yeah. Six and seven. Uh, I don't remember the titles. Do you have the titles there? I certainly do. Uh, and let's barrel straight into season one, okay. episode six, A Golden Crown. Ah. I wonder if that means more than it seems to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So let's get into the recap. So this episode starts with Ned waking up. He's all groggy. The, the, the lens is all foggy. Yep. And he's got... Probably the cheesiest effect that has been in the show so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any first person like, ooh, I'm coming out of a coma, yeah. like it, almost having the, the closing black blinking <laughs> yes. effect. Yes. It was very Bugs Bunny for him to wake up and see Cersei first mm. and then uh, a very angry looking Robert Baratheon. It's very angry, very red, very... Uh, he's always a bit red. He is. He's a bit... He's ruddy-cheeked. Is is that what ruddy means? Yeah, ready. Red. <laughs> oh, huh. yeah. I, I get to sell that wine he's been drinking. Um, but yeah, so they're they're clearly angry. We remember. Oh, that's right. He got stabbed in the leg and passed out last episode. Yeah. And um, Cersei's like, fucking admit it. Like your dumb wife had my brother captured. She immediately goes into another lie. I think as well of like you were drunk coming out of a brothel and attacked Jamie's men. Yes, yes, fuck yes. it. Like she is just so quick with a lie. Every situation, you're right. It's it doesn't even matter necessarily if it impacts what's going to happen. But no. she always frames it in a way where she's lying about someone else being bad. Yeah, the yeah. Lannisters are always great, and like and Robert has seen this for years and years. He's like, 
Yo, <laughs> I know that that's not what happened. Ned is, I know Ned. Yeah. He had one bastard and feels terrible about it all <laughs> yeah, the time. Yeah. People seem to have a lot of bastards in this world. Yes, he does. He refuses to drink wine with me and he doesn't like sleeping around. But you're right, Cersei. That thing you lied about <laughs> happened. Um, yeah. So Cersei's like, regardless, this is fucked. The, the Tyrion thing's fucked. This can't happen. They f- like he can't attack Jamie Lannister. This is illegal. Like, mm. what what's going to happen? It's got to be some punishment, surely. And I think this is is it this early when um, Ned goes, "I'm the hand of the king," and she's like, "You were the hand of the king." I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then he says, "Oh, Catelyn didn't uh, didn't you know do this on her own? I ordered her to yes. have Tyrion captured." And Robert's like. Look, I don't believe Cersei, and you know what, Ned? I don't believe you either. I don't believe you'd do that. Clearly, Catelyn did it on her own. Yeah. She's hot-headed. You Starks need to cool your shit. You Lannisters need to shut up. Everyone simmer down. (laughs) Everyone simmer down, because it's making making it really hard for me to be a king. And what he means by that is it's making it hard for me to be a king who doesn't do any work. And he's worried about seeming kingly, though, because he... Clocks Cersei right in the face with a big wallop. Yeah, so he he does say, yeah, simmer down the both of you. And she's like, no, fuck this. And yeah, he smacks her in the face. Yeah, I think it's a full-on punch. Yeah, right. And uh, she leaves after that. He's like, oh, boy. Well, she says, says, like, something. She she tries to say something again. And he's like, you better stop acting up. Or if you're going to act up, do it quietly. Right. (laughs) And then she just kind of glares at them and leaves, I think. Yeah, but, but you're right. So he's like clearly just on the edge and doesn't know how to deal with any of this conflict that he has fucking created. Yes, through through his yeah, like inaction and and laziness and yeah. the only action he took was to get Ned to come down to King's Landing when he didn't fucking want to. Yeah, and put him in harm's way. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and like get this really honourable and obstinate man to come down and then when he starts acting all honorable and obstinate <laughs> yeah. he's like what are you doing ned yeah yeah you you don't fit in with all the scheming and stuff yeah he's yeah. fucking incompetent yeah Robert baratheon yes absolutely yeah and and i think he's getting angrier now because it's becoming clear he's starting to really feel it yeah. yes yeah totally um so yeah uh Cersei leaves and then again ned is like hey Look, okay, I take that all on board, but also, have you changed your mind about assassinating Daenerys Targaryen? And Robert's like, no. Why would you possibly think that I had? Yeah. As well. Yeah. And I think I think this is when Ned's like, well, I've resigned as the hand, so I'm not going to do it for you. And he's like, I don't accept your resignation. Yeah. Put on the damn badger, I swear to God, I'll pin it to Jamie Lannister. Yeah, yeah. Which is the right thing to say to get Ned to do it, I totally. suppose, then. Totally. Um, so my note for the next scene is Daenerys touches the hot dragon eggs. My note is heat don't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's got all three of them, right, in a fire. I don't. She, she she seems, no, just one of them. She puts oh, one right. of them in the fire. She seems to kind of be doing it out of instinct. Right. A little bit. Like, right. uh, or I guess, I don't know, like. She's test, she's testing it she out. She just I thinks, guess? like, this probably is how it will work. Well, she had that real weird connection to them back when Carl Drogo was, like, raping her for the first time, and she was yeah. fixated on them. And I guess maybe there is some kind of instinctive thing happening here. She knows they're important and valuable. And uh, then one of the handmade women comes in and she's like, What are you doing? Clearly yeah. not in pain. Yes. You're going to be in pain. <laughs> yeah. Ow! And then touches the egg herself and burns her hands. Yeah, and then, yeah, we get the very direct shot of... Daenerys's hands that are fine and the handmaidens that are fucking burnt to shit, yeah. covered in dragon eggs. Now she's just a regular maiden because she's burnt off her hands. 
Americans. Very good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've just performed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's all that scene was pretty much. Yeah. We go, oh, there's something going on here. Um, then uh, we transition to Winterfell again. Just there's outside Winterfell. Oh, we were in Winterfell at the start, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, and there's, there's a bloody raven again. And boy, if he doesn't have three eyes. That's right. There's, yeah, Bran's in a dream. Yes. Looking at that three-eyed raven going, hmm, wonder what the fuck that thing's about. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm interested. Again, like Daenerys, just like kind of focused on this weird symbolic thing. Yeah. Uh, symbolic creature thing. Uh, yeah, and then he wakes up, I think. I'm pretty Hodor, sure he wakes up I think at some point. Hodor comes barreling in the room and wakes him up because he's the, got the saddle. Yes, with the special saddle, with the special little harnesses for his legs, and he's like, "Hey, Hodor!" And Bran's like, "Ah, oh, I can ride a horse again." Yeah, um, and he fucking does. He certainly does. He is riding that thing like pretty comfortably. Yeah, totally. Uh, with with Rob and Theon out in the woods. Yes, and um, Rob and Theon have a bit of a. Rob's like, "Don't go too far, Bran." And yep. then him and Theon have a bit of a conversation Yes, about uh, Rob should be sticking up for the family mm. and basically marching on uh, Casterly Rock yes. because of what Jamie's done. Totally. Theon's like, how can you allow this affront to your name, to your house? Like, you're the big man now, dude. Like, you got to yeah. step up. And Rob's like, it's not your house. Shut up. Yeah. He doesn't disagree with him, I don't think. He just says, like, it's not your place. It's not your house. Back off. I think he clearly sort of sees some sense in what Theon's saying, but is afraid of it. Or is yes. uncomfortable that that might be the decision uh, he has to make. You're right. I think you can see in his face, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be a king or a lord and I'm going to lead an army and it's going to be fucking sick. But yeah. he's a bit worried, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And uh, Theon, you can see in his face that he is hurt by the, you're not a part of this house, motherfucker yeah. stuff. Yeah. He, it's like he's been slapped and he's like, ah, oh, but he's still, I think, a little bit prickly and a bit, you know, comes back at him, I think. Yeah. But then they look around and Bran's gone. Yeah. And then. Oh, who would have seen that coming? <laughs> I know. When somebody says, don't go too far, usually <laughs> yeah. the person's like, okay, I'll stay here. <laughs> I'll stay literally right next to you for the duration of the scene. Yeah. Good thing you pointed it out. Otherwise, people would be wondering why I didn't ride off. <laughs> yes. But, but Bran fucks off. Yep. And happens upon uh, Deeper in the Woods 3, uh, like. Scruffy looking, real scruffy looking people who are having this conversation about like, oh, we need to go further south. There's no White Walkers down in the south. Yeah. So the implication being that they have come from beyond the, the wall, beyond the wall somehow. Yes. They've gotten over this impenetrable wall. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly that wall maybe ain't so penetrable. Maybe not. No, maybe guys- it is penetrable. Oh, yeah. Maybe he ain't so impenetrable. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, but also, I don't know if the first time I watched it, I thought that. I just thought they were like maybe from up near the wall and they were just like, we're fucking getting the hell out of here. They definitely, they're, 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 they're different. They, yeah. They're oh, different yeah. to all the Northerners we've seen yeah. because they're hunched over. They're like, ah. They, they are literally dressed in rags. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and then they see Bran. They're like, all right, buddy, you look rich. <laughs> yeah. Off you get. Yeah. What do you think's going to happen here, little boy? And he goes, I cannot get off this horse. (laughs) I am strapped into it with metal. Yeah. And they kind of rough him up a bit. They they go to cut the harnesses and they cut his leg clearly. Which he doesn't react to because he's, you know, he's. He he can't feel his legs. Yeah. So, um,. They, they've got him in a tight spot, and Rob, Rob shows up. He certainly does. Sword drawn, get Mm -hmm. the fuck away from my brother. Yep. Uh, and Bran as well doesn't react to it. He's like, I'm a lord of uh, Winterfell, so don't fuck with me. And they're like, dude, that Get- makes us more <laughs> likely to yeah. fuck with you. That Now we know you have money and shit on you, probably. Yeah, we were just going to rob you, but now you're a kidnap victim. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But Rob kind of fights them off, kills one of them. Mm-hmm. The other one takes the opportunity to get Bran in a neck hole. Yes, and and, and so Rob grabs the the lady one, yeah. grabs her by the hair. It's a bit of a standoff. Yeah, and then and. Yeah, that just kind of continues for a little bit. Yeah, Rob puts his sword on the ground at yep. the request of the other guy. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy's like, well, now I've definitely won this situation. <laughs> and an arrow through his chest. Yeah. And Theon standing there going, hey, it was me who shot the arrow. <laughs> yes. Um, which is cool. It was a cool little scene. It's very tropey. It's kind of weird that Rob then is like, you didn't have to kill him. Yeah, and also was is like you could have shot me or Bram. What the fuck were you doing? Yeah. Theon's like, what? What do you expect me I to do? Just saved the day. Yeah, he does. He says like, I just saved your brother's life. Yeah, and then he kind of is about to finish off the woman as well. Yeah, he's got he's got his arrow drawn. It's like he's holding a gun to her head. Like, all right, I guess we finish this situation. And she's like, if you let me live, I'll do anything yeah. <laughs> for you. I'll be yours, she I'll says. be a servant up at, up, at the, up at Winterfell. Yeah, and so... And for some reason, they're like, yeah, that's definitely safe. <laughs> yeah, but I guess Rob Rob was... He did, he was never going to kill her. He, no. There was no other way to get out of that situation. So he's like, all right, come on, let's go. True. Basically. Um, then from the, the high heights of that battle, the high adrenaline of that battle... Yes. We see a high... <laughs> Prison cell, yeah, and that where Tyrion little, is, and he is stoned as bro. Man, so high. He, why is he sleeping so close to the? Like he rolls over once, yes, and he's got his arm over the edge, he's half off. Yeah, because the prison cell is bigger than a king size bed. Absolutely. So if he is rolling around in his sleep to the point where he is falling out of a bed every night, it just—it's an absurd amount of distance he's covered while if, he's been asleep. If he'd started from the the near wall, which he would have, he has rolled like thirteen times. Yeah, he's, he's flipped around, <laughs> and he's a little guy. Like that's that's a lot of ground to cover. He but, uh, he's got width to him. That's he's true. Ju- he's yeah. He's he's rolling about, but anyway, it's just to show you again. Like this shit's high. He's here. He's yelling for the guard to come and help him. He's like, hey, I'll, I'll give you money, man. Like, I'm a rich dude. Just get me the fuck out of here. And the guy's like, got something wrong with him. Yeah, <laughs> and there's comes a and big, big scar across his skull and yeah. shit. M- and Maud or something his name is. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't and- understand that this dude is offering him a bribe. Yeah. And Tyrion's just like, oh, brother. And then I think we just cut <laughs> <Yeah>. away. <laughs> he looks in the camera and says, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we go back to uh, the Dothraki. And there's the the scene where Daenerys is eating a heart. Oh fuck yeah, yeah, man, that looked like that's a big ass heart. Yeah, a horse's heart. Yeah, that she's yeah. eating is obviously some ceremony for her for the unborn child, uh, which she later in the scene names Rago. Yeah, yeah, which is um, a combination of Rhaegar and Drogo. Oh yeah, yes yeah. it is. Yeah, I only realised that this this time through. Yeah, yeah, right. Rhaegar being her dead brother, who kind of caused all the war. We've we've learned. Yeah. In uh, in the last few episodes. Yep. He's and only so, been mentioned a couple of times, but yeah, that is who he is. Yep. Um, and so we got Viserys there, Jorah there, obviously Khal Drogo there, and all these uh, Dothra- Dothraki watching on. Yeah, sort of like a Dothraki witch saying yes. things uh, in this ceremony. Yeah, you're right. And uh, Jorah starts like. Uh, translating some of it to Viserys, and it's all stuff like the stallion who mounts the world. This mm. kid is going to be the ultimate king, the king of kings, the Carl of Carls. Yes, he's going to ride across. The, and Viserys is like, "Oh fuck, yeah, I might have made a massive mistake here." Yeah, you can see his face just sink, and uh, as he notices, and because she she succeeds, Jorah's like, "She's got to keep it down." 
and then she does, and it's yeah. f- real gross. Yeah, Carl Drogo picks her up by the waist and holds her in this really weird way and parades <laughs> her around. Yeah, but and you're right, Viserys is like, oh, everyone, and I think Jorah says they love her. Yeah, and Viserys is like. I'm in a bad spot here. Yeah, like um, I do not have a position of authority in this. Yeah, but also he's, I think as usual with him, he's more like pissed off. Yeah, just like a little jealous because then there is this later in the... No, no, this is... We'll go back to that. I think the the directly next scene is him... Where he fucks off. Where he fucks off and he tries to steal the eggs. Yeah. And Jorah's standing in the doorway like, mate, where do you think you're going? Yeah, he's chucked them in a little satchel and Viserys is (laughs) like, no one's ever given me love or respect like that. And how can I be? So I'm going to use one egg to buy a ship, Mm. one egg to buy an army. So ships are fucking expensive. Yeah, and then Jorah's like, what about the third one? He's like, well, I'm going to need a big army. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Jorah he's like, you can leave, but the eggs stay. I think that's a bad Jorah. Yeah, I don't know how to do Jorah. I like his voice. You can leave, but... The eggs must stay. He doesn't sound like any of the other people in the show. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have an accent from anywhere. He's just got this strange kind of action hero voice. Yeah, it's the way like he shapes the vowels or something. It's good. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Um. And Viserys is like, I'm like your boss. Aren't you all about honor? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I am about honor. And so Viserys is like. Curse you! (laughs) He uh, he drops the eggs, twirls his blonde mustache, and walks (laughs) out of there. Yeah. Yeah, he storms and on out. He's just clearly, like, he knows it. He was trying to slink off. Yep. He is not the king that he thinks he is. Totally. And nobody thinks of him as that either. So yes. he is frightened and trying to escape. Basically. Totally, totally. He's trying to get out the back door and, and run off. Yeah. Uh, so then we we smash cut back to Tyrion's in the cell again. Yep. And he gets the weird guy back in. Back and he's in like the, the eerie. Yes. And he's like, hey... I am a Lannister. Lannisters always pay their debts. We are rich. Can you get a message to Lysa Aaron and Catalan? I want to confess my crimes. Yeah. And he somehow gets it across. And then he's doing it. <laughs> That's the next scene. He's up. He's he's in the sort of throne room in there that we've seen mm-hmm. with uh, Lysa Aaron sitting up on the throne with little Robin. Yes. The creepiest little fucking weird kid. Yep. <laughs> Catelyn's standing there too. Yep. All the sort of nobles are around mm-hmm. for this trial of Tyrion's and he starts confessing his crimes in quotes. And he basically just does a bit of stand-up for a while. Totally. He yeah. goes like, when I was 12, I jacked off into a soup. Yeah, into and- a turtle soup. <laughs> Maybe my sister ate it, which is the weirdest thing to add in. Like, uh, that family is fucked. Yeah, that is not the worst way in which she's eaten a brother's <laughs> cum. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like... All right, what is the meaning of this? Yeah, how dare you open the moon door? Yeah, yeah. And they open that with... So I'm not sure how the structure of this room works where there's this big uh, circular opening in the middle that drops into this massive thing. Yeah. And then heaps of stone over to the side. Yeah. Propping up this throne. Yeah. I don't really know, understand that, but... We're not architects, there. I guess. No, I guess I'm not. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and Robin's like, I want to see the little man fly. Make the bad man fly. Yeah. And he demands his right to a trial. Yeah. A and trial, then a trial by like combat. combat. Yeah. Which is apparently some law that everybody really respects here. Totally. Lice is like, who wants to fight for me? People are like, me, me, let me. The yeah. best knight is like keeping his mouth yeah, shut. Yeah, and they're the- like, Mr. Best Knight, you've been suspiciously quiet. <laughs> He's like, well, it would be dishonorable to fight a man half my size. 
and then he's like, well, I'm going to have a champion. Yeah, Tyrion clearly, says. and I think these are pretty... Um, these are rules that existed in real world medieval times. I think this kind of like trial by combat, having a champion, if not in reality, it's been established in a shit ton of other fantasy stories. Yeah, it's not that big of a leap. Yeah. Here. Um, yeah. And everyone just clearly respects these laws enormously. Yeah, they're really pissed off that Tyrion's asked for it because like, he's, ah. he's allowed to. Yeah, yeah. Tyrion standing there going, like, I know my rights. Am I under arrest? Am I under arrest? I know my rights. Yeah. He's one of those guys. Yes. And instead of getting tasered, he, <laughs> he asks for a, a champion. Nobody wants to do it. He's like, the Lannisters are rich. I will owe you a debt. Yeah. And Bronn, who we've met before as the mercenary go- traveling with them, yes. steps up. He's like, I'll fucking do it. Whatever. Yep. yep. And Catelyn's pissed. Yeah. yeah. She's mad. Everyone was like, well, there's no one. There's no, no one's going to champion him. Oh, because he's like, well, I'll send for my brother Jamie. Yeah. I'll go, I choose Jamie as my champion. Yeah. And then Lys is like, that's outside the rules. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you. The trial is today. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, Bronn steps up. Bronn and Goodnight have a... Do they immediately begin fighting? E, um, let me have a look. No, not yet. Right. So the next scene is Robert and Renly on the boar hunt. Oh, that right. They've d- Robert's decided to go on after that conversation with Ned because he wants to just clear his head. He's like, yeah, killing makes me r- feel good. Yeah. It clears my head out. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, Robert and Renly are basically bickering over all the shit that's gone on. And Robert's like, you're my brother, but I will fucking king out on you if you fuck with me. Totally. Renly is basically dressing him down, being like, you're an idiot. All this stuff is going on. The wolves and the lions are at each other's throats. All this stuff yeah. is happening. Just like, do something about it. And Renly's just had in his ear Loras Tyrell, yeah. who's been like... Tyrell? Yes, yeah. Tyrell. Yeah. Who's been like, hey, maybe you're a king. Yes, so they're having a walk, little fucking dickhead Lannister, whatever his Lancel. name is. Lancel Lannister yes. and um, uh, Barristan Selmy yep. are with them. Lancel Lannister's hobbling about like a little idiot, pretty, <laughs> a little, pretty little idiot. <laughs> yep. And he keeps giving Robert wine. Robert's fucking wasted at this point. He's fuck-eyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone looks really uncomfortable about it. Barristan yeah. Selmy especially is like, oh my God. And, and yeah, the whole situation is uncomfortable because Renly is kind of overstepping the normal boundaries of what you would say to a king. Totally. And, but then Robert also knows like he's fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's it's an awkward uh, boar hunt that they're having. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's the extent of that scene. Like they, yeah. th- the conflict, the rising conflict between those two brothers is established. Yeah. Um, so then we we flash sideways to Ned uh, <laughs> in the in the throne room, uh, sitting on the throne, taking care of business. Yeah, he's the sort of protector of the realm or whatever. While Robert's out hunting. Yep. He's- which which is a pretty significant position. It, yeah, it, it seems like. I mean, he's effectively standing king. Yes. Um, and he's dealing with... Well, uh, he's sitting on the throne, so he's not standing. Adam. Mate, I will fucking eat my own <laughs> dick off like a horse's heart if you <laughs> dare question me again. You better keep it down, brother. You better <laughs> keep it down. Uh, yeah, so Ned Ned is taking care of business. There's a bunch of common folk coming up to him, and you know, there's he's clearly... Been, it's been going on all day. It's And it's it looks like a council town hall airing of grievances type setup. Sure, where yes. Where people are coming up and giving him their problems, and they... they Tell them, like, this problem is our fucking village has been torn apart. Yeah, and you mentioned council. That's spot on because Littlefinger's there, Varys is there, and Pycelle are there as well. Yes. So it is the small council kind of sitting over this. Uh, and 
yeah, the issue is that somebody has come and fucking destroyed their village. Yep. They've raided it. They've killed everyone. Yeah. People are dead and they've only left this. They pour out a, a bag of fish. Yep. They're like, oh, shit, that's the Tully uh, sigil. Yeah, they're from River Run. Yeah. Clearly there's some Which kind of fish Catlin's, thing. Catelyn's old mob. Yeah. Who are associated with Ned. They absolutely are. Because Catelyn and Ned are married. So Can you back over that one more time? <laughs> uh, Ned immediately is like, nah, something's fishy. And then uh, he... <laughs> he uh, Kind of goes like, okay, what do these people look like, these Bannermen? Yeah, and the guy's like, it was the biggest man I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> yeah, he was about six foot a million. Yeah. and He was uh, cutting horses' heads off. He mentions that. It's right. Like, okay, we're pretty, pretty clear who this guy is. Yeah. They're it's like, Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> the mountains come there. He's faking it. This is a false flag attack. Check hut seven yeah. in yeah. your village. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, and Ned is is furious. He's like, "Well, this is insane. Gregor Clegane is a bannerman of the Lannisters. This is a clear attack on on us, on on everything that we've st- stood for. Like, this is a call to arms, basically." Um, yeah. So I'm gonna slowly stand up. Yeah. Well, because his cane. legs fucked. His, his legs fucked, and I'm gonna declare that I'm stripping Gle- Gregor Cl- Clegane of all of his titles, all of his lands. Everything he has, he is like an enemy of the state. He like basically a death order on him. Totally take down the mountain and also uh, send word to Tywin Lannister that he is expected here within the fortnight, or yeah. else he is also an enemy of the state. Yeah, and Littlefinger's like, "Hey, uh, slow, slow your roll, man. That is a very he says a bold move, but he means a stupid move." Yeah, well, because Robert said earlier in the episode uh, when questioned about the Lannisters, he's like, "I'm in about time when Lannister specific, or like that family." Yeah, I'm half a kingdom in debt to those bloody family. Totally, totally. Yes, you're right. Yeah, earlier, yeah, Ned has been like, "Let's just lock up Jamie Lannister." This is fucked. The Lannisters are fucked. And he's like, I, ca- I can't, I can't. My hands and are tied. You're getting more and more of this picture of the Lannisters are the real power holders here because the money it comes from them. Yes. Cersei is clearly influential. Yep. Jamie is going around doing whatever the fuck he wants. And is a, like a really good swordsman and like a clearly a great warrior. Yeah. Like his, yeah, we've, I think we've realized by now his arrogance is backed up by skill. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so he he says that everyone kind of freaks out, yep. and we go back over to the jewel, the champion's jewel. Yes, I thought you meant jewel with a J. <laughs> I do the champion's jewel, which is the jewel in his crown, is his ability with a sword. I'm talking about Bron, <laughs> of course, of course. They have this fight, him the the good knight and Bron, yep. f- to f- see whether or not Tyrion is guilty. Yeah. It goes for a while. It certainly does. It's an okay <laughs> fight. It's very, like, the swords are heavy. It seems like yeah. realistic kind of sword fighting. True. And it's it's also kind of clear as it drags on that, yeah, the knight's in full armor, Bron isn't, and yeah. he's dancing around. Yeah, Bron's... He's, he's shadowboxing. Totally. Serio Pharrell style kind of, like, being able to move is better than being able to get hit with a sword. Like, don't plan to get hit with a sword. <laughs> yes. He kicks over a candelabra unnecessarily. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just doesn't affect anything in the fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bron ends up winning. Bron ends up winning in brutal fashion. He, like, yeah. knocks away his shield, knocks him to the ground, like, basically knocks away his sword. And it seems great, because it's, like, it's clearly a part of this law that you have to kill them if you're in this combat. And I didn't... I didn't... Well, I'll actually t- talk about this at the end of this episode, but um, I expected... Yeah, the guy to yield, and that's for the end. He's fucking beaten. Yeah. And 
And they, Bron kind of looks up. He looks up at, you know, Catelyn and Lysa and, and he, you know, Tyrion's there and he's like, here we go. And he yeah. plunges his sword like fucking down the guy's neck, like down his whole body and he just fucking bleeds everywhere. and Kicks uh, him out of the, the moon door. Yes. And he falls down a limp dead body and then Tyrion's like, all right, not guilty. <laughs> yeah. Strangest fucking law. He gets all his shit off. Everyone's unhappy about it, but Tyrion's like, it's the law. Yeah. Tyrion, see, this is one of those times where in, like, a series or a book or whatever, I'm, like, sitting there going, like, Tyrion, explain everything to Catelyn. You have a position of power now in a way. Just tell her what's going on from your perspective. She's not going to believe it, though. Yeah. Because I feel like he already kind of tried to. He he tried, I guess, but, like, yeah, now he's... Because there's a bit earlier on where he's like, yeah, if I was going to kill him, I'd use my fucking knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even so, but that's, you know, just me as the audience going like, tell her, tell her how you feel. Totally. But then even if he, did, yeah, it's a bit like every episode of Frasier was that. Yes. If, yeah. if anyone in Frasier ever explained anything to anybody, the episodes would be four seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Niles, uh, this is my girlfriend, not yours uh, or whatever. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know which episode that was. <laughs> um, Niles, yeah. Eddie is the dog. <laughs> he, he gets his stuff back, which consists of a bag of gold. He gives that to the jailer, yep. and him and Bron stroll out the front door. After he does a really, really great sarcastic bow to yeah, Catelyn. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's the only note I had about that scene was the word sarcastic bow. <laughs> um, nice, yeah. He's still, like, he's that's Tyrion. He's still, you know. He's uh, just as arrogant as Jamie, more, more arrogant than Jamie, maybe. Totally, yeah. Just yeah. like, I'm untouchable, fuck you. Yeah, I've managed to get out of certain death. Yeah. I can win everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can talk my way out of everything, basically, is Tyrion's thing. Exactly. Um, yeah, so they leave. Um, there's a scene with Sansa talking to the, what are the nuns called? Uh, Scepter. Yeah. Yeah, and she's being a little fucking teenage girl about it. Like, yeah. that's what she's being. But... Yeah, totally, totally. She's being really rude. She's talking about Joffrey, right? Is she... yeah, yeah, she's like, oh, I, Joffrey's the best. I'm going to, I like him. <laughs> and the Scepter's like, hey, I got hair. And Santa's like, ugh. 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 What is she? She has this great, like, great shitty line. She's, oh, she's like, where were you from, Scepter? And she's like, oh, well, I'm actually in Sansa's like, uh, 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 sorry, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's completely fucking mean girls. Yes. But, like, Sansa is that age, so whatever. Yeah, and she's that character. That's what that's what she's proven yeah. to be so far. Uh, Joffrey comes in and is like, my lady, I've been a true bore these last few weeks. Yeah. I've been an absolute nightmare to you, and I apologize from the bottom of my heart and it'll never happen again and I yeah. give you this and then he's like sort of apologizing to her but in this really possessive way of like you're my lady now and yeah, I will treat yeah. you like a like a good object <laughs> I will treat you like yes. an object I care about sure yeah and she's lapping it up totally totally yeah. Um, yeah, we, we don't, we don't know heaps about Joffrey apart from that he seems like he's a dick but I think we know enough that this is not genuine in a positive way it's, no, because he's been a little fucking shit all of the time, and every time someone mentions him, they're like, oh, Joffrey, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he's just kind of a, a, a bit of a shit at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then is it straight to Ned talking to the girls? No, there's this weird scene with uh, Theon and Roz on the back of oh, the car. Oh, right, that's right. And, uh, yeah, Theon's like, let me see your vagina. Uh, it's f- and Roz is like, okay, here's a turnip. No, no, he... <laughs> He flicks her a fucking coin. Oh, that's first. right. Yeah, she's off. She's heading down south because she's like, "Hey, there's a war coming." Yes. So, which I guess is the purpose of this scene because yeah. everything around it 
around that point is just like Theon is like. <laughs> What are you? What are you leaving for? You think men are going to be better down there? You think it's going to be better for you? You're a sex worker. You suck. And yeah. she's like, "Well, it is going to be better for me." And I'm going there, and I'm not your possession. Yeah. Actually, I just have a job, and I'm and- not riding on a turnip truck the whole way. I'm going <laughs> to a boat and then down there. <laughs> yes, you idiot. And then yeah, she he flashes he flips her a coin. She flashes her him her mut. And yeah, that's, was- that's the end of the scene. I like, like the you, you, sex worker. Mut. <laughs> Those two very respectful different terms. levels of respectful term. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Yeah, and that's that scene. That's all it is. And then we're back over to Ned yes. and Arya and Sansa. Yeah. Which is like, he's like also saying, there's a war in its way. Yes. You girls are going back up to Winterfell. You're going to be safe there. Yeah. And they both protest it because Sansa's like, no, Joffrey's here. I love Joffrey. And Arya's like, ugh. And, um, Ned and Arya share a little eye look at each other. They exchange glances yeah. when um, Sansa says something like, he's not good, or she says something weird. Yeah. And, um, and Arya and Ned are both like, uh, but and Arya wants to stay and do her sword lessons with Sirio. Which Sansa still calls dancing lessons, so I guess maybe no one knows. Yeah. yeah. And but yeah, Sansa's like, I want to stay with Joffrey. Joffrey, he's my glorious lion or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. He's my beautiful blonde babe. <laughs> and yeah. she says blonde, and Ned's like, <laughs> Yeah, fucking. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. So he like runs off immediately to the library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Out of the bloody mouths of babes. Yep. And he's like, what did you say? He's blonde. <laughs> but something about that triggers in his head like, oh, shit, here we go. It's. I think it's It's fair to say at this point, Ned is slow, I th- but he's not stupid. He's naive. Yeah. He's overly trusting of people. He wouldn't even necessarily consider something untoward had been happening because sure. he assumes honour out of most people more so than he should, right. I reckon. Right. Which is proven in the next episode a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. So but he, yeah, he, he's, he already knows there's a bunch of uh, bastards uh, from Robert. Yeah. But what he realises now, he basically, it's so like, he is such a slow guy. He's a bit Homer Simpson in this scene because it's like, yeah. something Baratheon, black hair. Another Baratheon, black hair. This other guy named Baratheon, black hair. Robert Baratheon, black hair. Joffrey, blonde. Now, hold on a minute. This means Winterfell is up in the north. Or like some obvious thing. Whatever. I can't be bothered thinking of a real joke for that. But the point is... We'll we'll rewrite it. Black of hair. He's realized, oh shit, Joffrey ain't fucking Robert's kid. Yeah. Joffrey's Jamie's kid. Yeah. They've been been fucking fucking. his sister. Uh, And like... It puts all the pieces together in his head and immediately the gears start turning for him of like, oh shit, what do I do? Yes. Yep. Uh, and then we, we're back over in uh, on in Essos. Yep. In the Dothraki. What's the Dothraki? Va- Vase Dothrak? Vas, yeah, Vas Dothrak. Vas Dothrak. Vas Dothrak. And uh, there's a, the big party's still going on. Everything's going yep. great. People are loving Daenerys. She's killing it. And they're, they're, it's... Yeah, they're having a great time. They're loving it. They're yeah. loving life. And who- people are dancing around. Yeah, no tops on. Oh mate, it sounds like a paradise. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Jorah's there, of course. He's always there. Yeah, he's always hanging around. I think, I think it's in this episode. It could be in the next. So apologies uh, if it is. 
Is it in the next? Viserys has already said to him, I, I don't know what it's going to be. Like, I know the way you've been looking at my sister. Right. He and says that when he's, like, taking the eggs. Right. He's like, oh, do you think I don't notice you've been eyeing her up? And, yeah, and then Drogo and Daenerys have a kiss, and Jorah visibly is annoyed. Right. He's like... <laughs> Oh, okay. uh, he looks away. Hair. <laughs> Wait a minute. And um, then uh, yeah, Viserys basically stumbles in. Seems drunk. I don't. He doesn't seem like a drinker, but he must be just fucking. I think pissed. he's kind of a lightweight. He's had some to drink, and he's like, oh, like he kind of knocks something over, and he comes yeah. in. He's like, yeah. hello, the party's here. It's all for me, is it? Okay, good old Viserys, who everybody fucking hates. Yeah. Look at you, Daenerys, you stupid, I hate you, my sister. And he basically lays out all that stuff we were kind of getting from earlier of like, fucking I was meant to be the king, why does everyone love you? Yeah. I'm fucking, uh, no one ever loved me, I just wanted to be the king because of my birthright. And he fucks and- up, he draws his sword out and he's mm. like, oh, what are you going to do? They can't spill blood in their, in their precious holy city. holy city. Yeah. Goes up, puts the gun against, uh, <laughs> the, gun, gun. the sword against Daenerys's belly and he's like, Either I get what I was promised, which is this army, and to go and take back Westeros, or I kill you and the kid. Yeah. Don't think I won't do it. And so Carl Drogo stands up. He's like, okay, I'll give you what you want. Yes. A a golden crown for a king. And Viserys is like, oh, sick. That's all I wanted. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, we're we're good here. I'm assuming this deal is going to go perfectly well. Yep. Give me the crown. He's grabbed by a couple of... uh, Drogo's mates break his arm and take the sword away. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. And like, oh no, this is weird. What? <laughs> this is a strange way of giving me the thing I asked for before, which was a crown yes. to be the king, yes. a regular crown, yes. just a symbolic one. <laughs> and <laughs> fucking Drogo goes and melts some gold in the hottest soup pot I of know. all time. It's like it's not even a transition. It's just like boom. He it's pours melted. out the soup. And yeah. then puts the gold in there, and they're like, well, "What the fuck kind of soup were you making? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit!" Yes. And the gold melts. He stands over and goes, a crown for a king. He's screaming out like, Danny, help me, ma. Yeah. And it's the best death scene I've I've ever seen. It's fantastic. It's so satisfying. It's, it's so fucking raw. It's very man. raw. It's a, it's a different way of killing someone that you didn't realize you would feel so physically uh, off-put by. Completely. Like, he pours the gold over his head, it melts his hair away, he's screaming. It's like you can see his brain boiling in his Complete. skull. It's the transition of him screaming to not, yep. and then the clunk when he hits the ground. Yeah. Uh, so Viserys is dead, and Daenerys is just like, oh, Jorah's like, you might want to look away, Daenerys. Yeah. And she's like, nope. <laughs> I have wanted to look at this for a few fucking years now. Yeah. And then he dies, he falls down dead, and she says something like, a dragon would not be burnt by fire. Uh, fire cannot kill a dragon. Right. She says, yeah. And that's it, right? End of, end of episode. End of episode. Uh, Dick Wolf. <laughs> producer. So I, the thing that I was going to say, and I mentioned it before we even started recording, I realized after watching this, I'd never seen it before. This I'd, episode? I'd never seen this episode before. Oh, man, this is like a pretty crucial one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I... Don't know how I originally watched the show. I think I was downloading it and watching it week by week. And I was busy one week. Right. And I didn't download it. And the next week, I just kind of got caught up somehow. I, well, it gives you the previously on. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'd never seen this episode. Huh. It's a good... It Like, there's Viserys dying 
and, and like da- Daenerys becoming like the proper queen of these Dothraki, totally the Khaleesi. Yes, and seeing um, the stu- the like she was wasn't hurt by fire. I don't think I saw her until later on. Right, but uh, have, had assumed Bronn and, and Tyrion hooking up. Like I, I think I just had to get this you know contextually from after sure. it. But uh, well, I guess we'll talk about that maybe in the in the sealed section at the end of the episode a bit more. Sure. Yes. Because. Uh, then we, we barreled into episode seven. Yeah, so episode seven of season one is called You Win or You Die, Whoa. which is a great title. Mike Whitney standing there with a fucking gun to your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the Game of Thrones. Who dares wins? <laughs> if you don't win the Game of Thrones, then I have to give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, episode seven, You Win or You Die. It starts with, and this is a ripper of a scene. So this is basically, for me, when I first saw this, I'd seen it previously on, yeah. and then I'm slapped into this scene, which is, again, like, it's not, it's a new it's a new character, it's a new area, it's all new stuff. Which it, was the first scene? Tywin Lannister. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you see the, the extent of how many people are in this army of the Lannisters here. For, totally. the opening shot. Yes. Um, because it's Jamie, I think, walking... Is it Jamie walking through? Uh, I don't think he walks through. I think it just kind of cuts into the tent and he's already in there. Yeah, right. And he's in his full armour. He's run off back to his daddy. And Tywin Lannister, the first you see of him, is I think his back yep. as he's cutting open this deer. Yes. And it's the best introduction. He's just he's actually skinning a real deer as well. Is it real? Yeah. It looks fucking real. It was a genuine deer that they're like, hey, Charles Dance, who plays Tywin Lannister... And he said, "Don't call, don't talk <laughs> just to me call like me that. Chuck. <laughs> yeah, it's fine." And then he, he's cutting apart a real deer there. Yeah, it's so impressive. I didn't realize it was real, but it looks real enough that it's like this guy is serious. There's something yeah. about it where, and a stag obviously represents the Baratheon. He's not afraid to literally get his hands dirty. Yeah. He's like competent with it and very casual about it. He's clearly in charge. Yes, and he is a very. Um, because Jamie has been the most confident fuck this whole time. Yeah. And in this scene is the first time you, you see a bit of a crack in like, oh, shit, my dad is strong. Yes. Or he, like he is influential to me. He, so far, out of every character I feel like, is the, the most commanding presence. He yeah. feels like he is the real deal. And he's competent. He's like... Attacking uh, Ned Stark was stupid. Yeah. This has gone wrong. Yeah, Tyrion's the lowest of the Lannisters, but he's still a Lannister. Yeah. I know exactly how this should play out. You fucked this. I I want you to go do this. I'm giving you 30,000 men. Yeah. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what to do, and you believe him. Yeah, absolutely. And And it's a different sort of honour to Ned, but he still has this very um, strong and strict feeling that he conveys, which is, if someone fucks with the Lannisters, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's Tyrion, who I clearly have no respect for, but it's about our reputation and yeah. our name. And if you allow that to be weakened, we're fucked. Yeah, his whole thing is like, all of us are placeholders. Yeah. The Lannister name is all it is. We're here for a minute. We uh, don't want to be like the Targaryens and have our dynasty be cut short. Yeah. we got to act strong. Exactly. And he does genuinely seem to come across as knowing how to do it, knowing exactly what everyone's capable of. Totally. And and, and how to react to the situation. So uh, I, I can't remember. What, oh, yeah, he says something to Jamie of... I can't remember what it is specifically he says to Jamie that yeah. seems to cut him so much. He says, 
it's time for you to become the man you should have been. Yeah. Not tomorrow, not in a year, today. Be the Something like that. Well, he, he does say that. Yeah, there's something before that as well. Where, but whatever it is, he's given Jamie a hard time and Jamie like kind of doesn't have a comeback. Yeah, once. yeah, yeah. And yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't remember. It's maybe it's some reference to something he did or didn't do. Something about the king serving. Oh, you're a glorified bodyguard. Yes, you've yes. served. All you've done is serve two kings. One of whom was mad, and one of whom was a drunk. Like, yes. how do you fucking feel, dipshit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now you you're gonna lead an army. You're gonna fucking do something for yeah. once. Go down and, there, and you can go do it. So where does he want to send the army? He's like send to the river army- run. I think to to the Tullys. Right. Yeah. So right. Yeah. Because. Because they've from got his Tyrion. point of view is they've a got Tyrion. No one knows he's free still. Yes, and uh, he's also trying to set up this fake war with the Tullys. To right from his point of view, the Lannisters are defending the realm. Who the Tullys have just attacked this town. Sure, they're not attacking the Starks, and they no. they I think they know and are wise enough. And I think it's who who is it? Oh yeah, uh, Cersei has told Joffrey in a previous episode. You can't just go and attack the North. You'll f- fucking die. They're clearly, like, the Starks and the Lannisters, if they got into a fight, are pretty evenly matched. Yes. From um, the way they're behaving. So yeah. it, it th- that's not the thing to do. So This is a, a pretty smart, both political and military move. Yeah. And yeah. Tywin's just like, of course this is what we should have been doing. How <laughs> did you fuck this up, idiot? Why did you just go and attack him in the street? That is stupid. He's just a super... Comes across as, yeah, a super competent guy. Yes, totally. Um, so the next scene is Ned and Cersei having a big old DNM. Oh, in the garden, yeah. Yes. This is fucking crazy as well. Yeah. She yeah. walks up to him and she's like, hey, fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> and they just kind of lay it out with each other. He's yeah. like, hey, Joffrey is your brother's kid, right? And she's like, it's better than fucking being one of Robert's kids. Imagine that. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Like, they yeah. just say that to each other. She, He tells her, like, I, this is what I know, and I know all this stuff, and this is what it is, and I, I know. I know what's going on. And she's like, I don't care, but also, fucking, what do you expect me to do? The first time, like, I was in love with Robert, you know? Like, I, yeah. I he was this young, strapping, young, you know, like, soldier. I was... Everyone looked up to him. He, they, everyone worshipped him, and he was going to be my husband. Yeah. And the first time we went to bed together, he was drunk, and he said Lyanna Stark's name instead. And she's like, if you think Robert is such a shit king, why didn't you stay on that throne when you were sitting there? Yes. You came into the throne room. Jamie was sitting there after killing uh, the mad king. Eris. Eris Targaryen. You, all you needed to do was say, hey, get up. Yeah. I'm the king now. Yeah, and, and Ned's just like... It wasn't, you know, mine to take. That's the only thing about my life that I know wasn't a mistake. Right, right. Or something like something that. Something like that. And she's she like, says, of all the mis- I can't do the fucking voice. Of all the mistakes I've made, that wasn't one of them. And she says, yes, it was, because in the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There yeah. is no middle ground. Again, it's crazy that she looked into the camera too when she said <laughs> a Game of Thrones. <laughs> she winked and there was a little ding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought that was great. I, I don't know that we'd heard the phrase... In the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Yet, That's and it's it. it's such a great. It's a, it is like the mission statement of the show Completely. in a very literal way, and I really like it. I like it. And it's Ned's such a fucking idiot, man. Yeah. Why did he tell her? Yeah. He's just so 
deeply fucking naive. He can't see. He, he could not play chess. He would lose every single game of chess because he yeah. cannot see one move ahead. Yeah. He's just playing. Or he doesn't give a shit as well. Like, he, I Or think he, he doesn't know the rules, you know? <laughs> he would be like, no, I took your bishop. Uh, like, your bishop's gone. They're like, yeah, I'd sacrifice my bishop. He's like, you did what? Yeah, absolutely. It's, absolutely. He's, he's just incredibly naive here. Anyway. As- it, it, it seems... Um, without the benefit of retrospect and hindsight, like just looking at this as an episode, you know, of episode seven up to this point. Yeah. It's a stupid, stupid scene for Ned. Like, why would you lay all this out now when you have no assurance that you will come out of this as a winner? Well, he believes in the realm. He believes in everyone else kind of accepting like, no, this is who's meant to be on the throne. And if it's not Joffrey, then we're all going to find out who it should be. Right. He And yeah, at, at, I think. at the very least, well, at this point, he is the protector of the realm. Robert's, you know, he's off on a hunting trip, but he's the king. Yeah. So Robert's going to come back and... Ned's going to tell Robert this shit's fucked. And that's what he says as well. He's like, you better get out of here or Robert's wrath will follow you. Totally. I don't want to see you get killed. I don't want to see, you know, my cellar and Joffrey get murdered in their beds. Like, just get out of here and the Lannisters will be gone. And, you know, it'll be the Baratheons and the Starks again. Yeah. That's kind of what I think he's he's saying and what he thinks he's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, But that's basically the the end of that scene. Cersei's like, you're an idiot. Uh, You win or you die. (laughs) Then the next scene is... The scene that I think sparked the term sex position, because it's the scene with Littlefinger in his brothel with Roz oh, and the other new... I, I took you as just say, saying those two words separately, that sparked <laughs> the term sex position, <laughs> which uh, I was like, no, I reckon that's been around for a while. As in, yeah, as in exposition. They used to call it sex configuration, <laughs> but now... Uh, no, yeah, this is the scene where he... Tells a big... They're, they're, like, performing for him, basically. And it's Roz and someone else. They're, I guess they're auditioning, right? Because they're yeah. both new. They're both new. And he's like... And he's like, do doing? this better. Tickle that. For, yeah. The only note I've written down is... Play at with- some point during his speech, he says, for most of my life, really, play with her ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I remember that vividly. But so the point of this scene is that Littlefinger is talking about how when he was younger, he had a crush on a girl. Yeah. And... He thought some dude had, like, dishonoured her or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. But basically, he was like, I'm going to defend your honour by fighting this guy. And boy, if he doesn't get uh, fucked up in that fight. Yeah. So he's like, this is how I win with words and and with, you know, subterfuge. He yeah. doesn't say he's, subterfuge. He but- says something like... I don't win by fighting people. I win by fucking them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, come join in. And he's like, no, I'm saving myself for another. And you're, like, oh, you're not little finger. That, you know what's weird? It's mm. creepy when a guy is obsessed with sex. It's kind of creepier when a guy has absolutely zero interest in sex. Right. In but- that manner. Not like in an asexual way, in that he's getting off on this power. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Totally. There is, he's, there is something about the sexuality that, he enjoys, but it's not the idea of having sex. It's, it's being controlled. It's, it's, it's literally yeah. fucking someone in like mentally. Yes, totally, absolutely. Or, or, yeah, he's he's a fuckhead. <laughs> he's such a little creep in this. <laughs> totally. And again, I love this actor. I think he plays it so well. I, I don't know what it is about him, but he he nails this part. Yeah, you really buy it. Um, and and are engaged by like he has something about him that's very interesting and charismatic too. 
and while just being like a, a little fuckhead. mysterious. Even though he's like outlying his backstory here, you're like, "Whoa, what's this guy? What's up with him?" Yeah, like yeah. He explains everything about himself when you're like, "I wonder if there's more." <laughs> yes, totally, totally. Um, but yeah, I think it's the it's a fair criticism to say like. Did those women have to be naked and rubbing each other all the way through that scene for this to be? That's, I mean, it's weird because it 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 is evocative of the because they like pan up from that uh, shitty, dirty street outside with all the babies crying up to the window yes, of the brothel, which I really like, liked as a shot. I thought it was good. It kind of sets up the the thing, and it's like. Where do you draw the line in having a character come across as creepy by manipulating people sexually mm. versus trying to not show that and then maybe not getting the point across as effectively? Sure, sure. I don't think I had a problem with it at back when it first came yeah. out. I think it's certainly a more recent thing. I, I uh, don't have a problem with it, really. No, I think, yeah. it's, I think it's justified within the context of the show, but also I'm not a woman who's only ever been given roles like that in uh, Hollywood, so I don't know. Sure, yeah. For Like, I mean, the, yes. If it were them choosing between ten roles that were just that, then that is a separate real-world issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I ain't living in the real world. I'm living in <laughs> Westeros, baby. Yeah. I um I did think it was a good scene, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so because after, of the acting, they're all good. Yeah, they're, they're all great. I really like the actress that plays Roz. I don't know who she is. She's not in the book as well. Yes, but Bron is, as we've been corrected by listeners. Oh, really? Yes. There's someone else who's not. I think there is. I don't remember who. But Roz definitely is not. Yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah. it's when Doctor Who shows up in the second season. <laughs> He's not in the books. Yes. Yes. Um, so, ah, the next scene. Another uh, power dynamic based scene is Theon with the wild woman. Yeah. And she's, she's like doing something through the whole episode. I think like sorting out sticks or something. She, she's got a bunch of hay. Right. I think that to, to feed, uh, you know. Tyrion. <laughs> He's not yeah. there. No. Horses, I guess. He was just sleeping in the hay earlier, so <laughs> I guess betting for it. But yeah, she's she's just doing like stable work and she's got chain she's chained up, I think, as well. I think so, yes. Yeah. And if fucking Theon comes in and he's kind of doing the same thing as Littlefinger a bit where he's like, I'm going to fucking use sex to scare you. Yeah. But he's just a much shitter idiot. Yeah. So yep. he's much more direct about it and like just a, just a real entitled fuck. This yeah. Dude. Absolutely. A complete like, oh, my birthright. He's always talking about like, you don't know what the Iron Islands are. Yeah. How yeah. can you possibly not know what the Iron Islands are? She's like, cause fuck you. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. I think his character is really. I think it's a really interesting character. It's annoying, but it's it's so clearly um, his motivations are so clearly backed up by these things. This situation that he's not yeah. in or doesn't want to be in, and he's put into a bad place. And he and cl- he feels completely inadequate. Totally. That's Which is thing, all the yeah. stuff with Roz as well. Yes. He keeps saying, like, say I've got a big dick, and she's like, no, you asshole. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yes, he feels inadequate, and it's not his fault, you know? Like, he is the son of, of the Lord of the Iron Islands. Yeah. He's a Greyjoy. They're a, a strong family. He was taken captive in the Rebellion, and... And he's the only Greyjoy we've seen so far. Yes. That And they've talked about this Rebellion. There's been two big wars in the time that sort of all the main players have been around. Yes, they reference his father. Yeah, um, Balon Greyjoy. Yes. And yeah, you're right. Every time he's challenged, he's like, I'm a fucking Greyjoy. And then yeah. whoever's challenged him is like, yeah, but you're also a captive of the Starks, yeah. you idiot. Like, you, lost, you guys lost that war and retreated to the Iron Islands, essentially. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, then uh, Maester Maester Lewin Lewin comes in, and Paul Kelly's like. Uh, he looks so much like Paul Kelly. He really Kelly. does. I can't not see it now. <laughs> Friar Paul Kelly is like, hey, get out of here, Theon. Fuck you. And he says to the wild woman, like, he's going to, he, that's what he's like. So yes. Yeah. She's and he, like, she's, whatever. She says, like, I've had guys twice his size and twice as grisly. Like, yeah. I live uh, north of the wall. Like, you can fucking, you southerners are idiots. Yeah. And yeah. then she's, she references the, the, the supernatural threat, right? She says White Walkers in the last episode and this episode. Right. They're talking yeah. about White Walkers again, which we've already like the, alluded to at the very start of the series. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, she's kind of like, look, anything's better than than up there. Like, I was trying to get as far south as I could. I, it, I, it's fucked up there, mate. Like, it's yeah. fucked. It's really fucked. And I think that's, yeah, that's the end of that scene. Um, I think he's also just like, yeah, they're, they're not real still. Everyone's just like, yeah, that, yeah. that ain't real. I ain't seen it. I ain't heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I see it. I hear it, but I don't believe it. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we we flash to the wall. Yeah. We're back at the wall. Which we haven't been to for a fair bit. I think two episodes in a row. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Sam and John are there, the buddy cop duo. And they see a horse right up to the wall. And there ain't nobody on top of that horse. That horse ain't got no rider. And I think they know, they go, oh, that's Benjen's horse. Yeah. But At some point later on, when right. they're downstairs. Right, right, right. But yeah, so they see this, it's 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 creepy. It's yeah. creepy. Go, directly going from like, hey, there's like zombies up there, and now... Riderless yeah, horse. Yeah. Sprinting back, clearly scared still, yeah. back to the wall. A, a very uh, evocative image in... Uh, in and then the they come team. down and, and sort of tell everybody, and they're like, ah, look, whatever. <laughs> like, everyone downstairs <laughs> yeah. is just kind of like, yeah, yeah, shit happens at the wall. Yeah, it's the wall. Get used to it. Um, so then we have a meeting between Renly and Ned, and Renly's like, hey, man, bad news. <laughs> I, I'm kind of covered in blood here, uh, and uh, guess who's covered in blood? My brother, yeah, Robert Baratheon. He ain't doing so well. There was a, a boar got him. Yeah, a boar got him. On the boar hunt. Who could have guessed? That. A drunk man at a boar hunt got gored. That's life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, um, yeah, they they go in. They see Robert is lying in bed. Not looking good. He's huffing and puffing. He's not feeling great. Yeah. And he's apologizing to Joffrey, I think, initially. He's about to blow the whole Baratheon house down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he's like, sorry, I wasn't a better father to you, Joffrey. Um, Should have spent more time with you, taught you how to be a man. Yeah, not like what you are, a freak child, yeah. little evil boy. Little creepus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Ned comes up and Robert's like, listen, brother. He I, sends uh, everyone else out. He's like, leave me and Ned alone. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't say brother then, actually, but he does say it later on. He yeah. said, initially, he's like, look, I've got, you've got to be the protector of the realm, you know, until... Joffrey comes of age. I trust you. And he's making him write this note down. He's yes. making him write it all down. And he says, "And so Ned, Ned Stark will be my, or Eddard Stark will be my regent or whatever. Yeah, until my son Joffrey comes of age." And Ned writes down, "Rightful heir." Yes. Which, yes. Sneaky little trickster. Yeah, it's like, oh, has Ned finally started to figure this Game of Thrones out? Yeah, oh. Maybe. I'm sure it's too much too early. <laughs> Not the opposite. So uh, that keeps out. And then, yeah, 
Robert's like, look, I'm definitely going to die. Yeah. I fucking hate Renly. And I hate Stannis. And Stannis is actually the worst. We haven't met Stannis yet, but we're not hearing good shit about him. And he gets referenced a lot in this episode. But yeah, yeah. it's all negative. It's like, yeah, he, he Robert doesn't like Stannis. Uh, and Renly also doesn't either. Yeah. But um, is that, yeah, is that basically what it's happens kind in of this it. scene? He's like, it's like, fuck my brothers. You're the brother I chose. Yes. And you're going to look after this place after I'm gone. Yeah. In about six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, so Ned, does, is this, uh, yeah, he, he also tells Ned, also don't kill Daenerys Targaryen. Oh, right. I, He's like, I can, yeah, I'll let that I, go. I was, I was wrong about that. Yeah. I, it was just, you know, just leave it. And so I think Ned, Ned goes to Varys and is like, Hey, um, can we cancel that assassination? And Varys yeah. is like, um, she's probably already dead, man. I'm sorry about that. That bird has already flown. Yeah. And then we fly across the sea to a marketplace, a bustling marketplace. And now, is this still in Vestothrak? Vestothrak? I, I assume so, yeah. Yeah, because I wasn't clear of, on this. I, I agree, but I guess it has to be. They haven't gone sure. anywhere. But there's just, like, regular traders and stuff all yeah. going, like, hey, get your apples. Which I think uh, we probably assume to this point, like, the Dothraki were absolute, like, fucking wild men, like barbarians, but I guess they can actually interact with civilization. And it seems to be a little bit Hunnish. Where they yeah. would show up, take over a place, and go, "We'll let you live if you just say that you're us." Now. Yeah, yeah, totally. that's what the Huns used to do. Apparently, they go in right. and they're like, "You don't have your gods anymore, but whatever, run the city how you want." Yeah, okay, right. That's interesting. It's kind of roughly how they did it. So, and th- it seems to be one of those sort of cities where they're like, "Oh, get your get your stuff over here." <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, a bustling marketplace. Whoa, hey, get your. <laughs> Get your cheap market salesman announcers here. <laughs> One of them right here. Get your background voices here. Get your background voices too. For the- <laughs> um, and she, she uh, Daenerys is there with Jorah. They're having a lovely time walking around. Totally. She is like pregnant and happy. Yep. Loving and life. Goes up to a guy's like, hey, get your wines, get your wines. And she's like, yeah, I'll drink some wine with a pregnant uh, belly. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And then someone is like... Oh, yeah, it's a wine for uh, Daenerys the Khaleesi. And oh, and before that, someone hands Joff, uh, Jorah a note being like, Jorah, greetings from King Robert. You're right. You're okay now. You're you're uh, pardoned for all your crimes. Right, right. Uh, and does it... Uh, I think it is it also implied that it says something about there's going to be maybe yeah. an assassination He looks guilty. Attempt. Well, because when he found out she's pregnant, he runs off yes. in the earlier episode. Yeah. Then he's back, and then he gets this pardon, and yeah. they found out news about the pregnant uh, uh, Targaryen. Yes. So, I'm But he, uh, he also seems to be tipped off about something else as well. He looks a little guilty. Yeah, He looks yeah. over at Daenerys, he's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, and okay. then he looks at the wine guy. <laughs> he's like, oh. And someone, someone mentions her name because the wine guy's like, wait. You're Daenerys Targaryen? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, 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 I've, I've never met a royalty before. Do you want some wine? I've got the best wine. And they go over and he's like, let me have a sip of that wine. How about you taste it? Yeah. He's like, no, no, me, fuck wine. I'm just a wine salesman. <laughs> uh, but it would be stupid for a wine salesman to drink all of his own wine. Then what would he sell? They stand there for a bit and then he fucking bolts. Yeah. Uh, clearly there is poison in this wine. He yes. has run off. He's very quickly caught. Yep. And uh, he is in trouble because the Dothraki <laughs> have captured him. Yeah, and that does not go well. That does not bode well for him. Yeah, I ha- I've written I've written down Jorah saves the day. I think he he must have he immediately was like, oh, the assassination attempt is going to go ahead, and this is probably it. Yeah, he walks up and and 
he's the one who instigates the don't drink the wine. And she, but then one of the other Dothraki guys, fucking Indiana Jones, whips the dude. <laughs> yes, yes, and pulls him over. It's the same guy from the last time. He he also Indiana Jonesed Viserys that other time. Yeah, right. Oh it's, yeah, okay, it is the same yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the end of that scene. Um, then we're back at the wall, and uh, Commander Mormont is giving the graduation speech. Yeah, it's like, well done, everyone, you made it. As we go <laughs> on, <laughs> doom, 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 and he, uh, doom, 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 <laughs> fuck, yeah, he, um, he goes, oh, it, look, if any of you uh, worship the old gods, you can go and do your special uh, swearing in. Uh, with the old god thing, and John's like, "Yeah, me, I, I do. I, I worship the old gods." And he's the only one. It seems like they're kind of like gone. Yeah, uh, and uh, so yeah, Mormont's like, "Cool, there's a weirwood tree up beyond the wall, like a mile north of the wall." Yeah, and so that's cool. You can do that. And then fucking Sam stands up and he's like, "Uh, me too." And he keeps talking during the speech. Sam as yeah. well. He's like, "I, I reckon I'm gonna uh, enjoy cooking." Yeah. And John's like playing along, but like fucking shut up, he, man! He, yeah, he's doing the, like looking at him like. <laughs> it's, this dude's doing the like final speech of like you're going to be a fucking member of the Night's Watch now. You take it. This is properly taking the black now. Yes, this is the oath. And he's like, if anyone doesn't want to do it, now's the only time because after you've done this, it's it. Yep. And yeah, so Sam stands up and he's like, "Me too. I want to do the old gods thing." And they're like. Aren't you uh, from House Tarly? Don't you worship the Light of the Seven? Like, and he's like, "Yeah, but uh, I've never listened to my prayers, so I want to b- go with John. I want to go with John. Yeah. John's my f- hero." Yeah, and so they're like, "Okay, you can you can do that." And here's the list of what everybody's going to do. Yes, we're going to assign you either a ranger, a builder, or a steward. Steward. Yeah, and steward, like that's what Sam's talking about. He's like, "I don't want to be a steward," and John's like, "Oh, it's okay. Yeah, you know, you're okay being a steward." Then they read out all the things. Alistair fucking Thorne Thorn. yep. is standing up there looking all fucking mean and angry. Yeah. They read out the names and it's Jon Snow Steward. Yes. We know that he's wanted to be a ranger his whole life. His uncle Benjamin's a ranger. That's why he's there, basically, to be a ranger yeah. in the Night's Watch. And he very quickly says himself, I'm the best ranger here. Fuck you, idiots. I, I'm good with a sword. And he gets all, like, uppity and sort of... Uh, entitled. Entitled again. Yes. Yeah. And... Um, he does not want to be a, a steward at he all. Doesn't want Alistair to be a- Thorne has clearly done it. It's revenge for not liking totally. him. Totally. He just smugly looks down at him in a very obvious yeah. sort of way. This this kid's like, okay, well, uh, you know, we're all, we've all got shit situations here. Yeah, Pip is like, I was molested by our lord, and when I tried to speak up, they accused me of theft, and now I'm in the Night's Watch. Yeah. Like, uh, my life is fucked. I used to be a great singer. Now I'm here. Yeah. And Sam's like, sing us a song with your pip, and he's like, fuck off, Not the moment, Sam. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Yeah, but then John is, yeah, like you said, he's complaining. He's like, I don't, I want to be a ranger. I don't want to be a steward. But then Sam points out, like, you, you have been made the, like, the official steward of Commander Mormont. He yeah. wants you to be with him all day, every day. He's grooming you for leadership. Yeah, and it's uh, the 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 blind old guy is coming yes. over. The, and ma- he's the like, maester, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, everybody, you want to wash some sheets? <laughs> yeah, and it just seems like a real grim job. Totally, they're just like maids, kind of. Yeah, but then yeah, Sam is like, no, Mormont's got something in mind for you. Just chill out. Don't don't you know spit the dummy because John yeah. was gonna fuck off. Or, or, like, fucking fight Alistair or something. Yeah. Like, he just was uh, angry about it. But, yeah, he kind of comes to terms with it. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, 
so the next scene, Renly like is comes to Ned in I think it's like in his office. Or it was just like in a hallway somewhere. Was it? Ned's like walking along and they're like, Can we talk in private? And yeah, the right. guards just kind of fuck off. Yeah, right, right, right. And Renly is basically saying, like, look, man, Stannis is a cunt. Yeah. No one likes him. Like he does not have a following of people who love him. Like, yeah. people don't support him on a personal level. And Ned's like, well, I don't know, he helped a lot in the war. And Renly's like, yeah, he's a good soldier, but he's not a king. And you know who's a king? <laughs> <laughs> Me. But he's, he also he says... He gets it out, but he is, like, uncomfortable about it. Totally. He also says, you see what happened to the last soldier who became a king? That yeah. was Robert. He's it, fucking just died of a boar. Or yeah. is he dead yet? Have they properly said he's dead? I think yeah, later, yeah, yeah. later on they go, King Joffrey... And um, Ned's like, King Joffrey. They're like, yeah, Robert's dead. Oh, no, I think that it might be now. It is weirdly off... Like, it's not... You don't see Robert die. No, it I just think it is. Happens. I think Renly, like... I think that might be this, where he walks up and he's like, Robert's dead. I think it's a little later in the courtyard. It, yeah, okay, maybe. But either way, Renly's He's like, like, Robert's dying. Yeah. He's effectively dead. Yeah. Fuck Stannis, make me king. And Ned's like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah, th- technically, it's supposed to be the next eldest you know, guy in the line yeah. is king. Stannis and Renly, will come and be king. Renly correctly points out, like, yeah, technically it's meant to be a fucking Targaryen, but we fucked them, yes. so uh, you, we can make it whoever we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We This is the, the right time to do this is now. We have yeah. to make a move. Before Joffrey is on that throne. Exactly, yeah. Before other stuff happens. People are clearly, you know, scheming. Things are going to go down. Yeah. We have to act now. And Ned is like... No, that is not technically correct. I'm not going to do it. I think if you look at the bylaws, the, <laughs> and, and no one cares about bylaws. Yeah, and Renly's pissed, and Renly leaves. Yeah. Uh, and then I think now Ned's sitting down in his office, because I remember Littlefinger coming in yeah. and sitting down and being like, here's what I think you should do, and here's all these little ideas. And he's like, here's what I think we should do. Yeah. And and Ned's like, what the fuck do you mean we, yeah. Littlefinger? Fuck yeah. you. And Littlefinger seems pissed off at Ned, like, okay, I thought we were kind of working together to get who we want on the throne. Well, that's the What's thing. his plan? What's Littlefinger's plan in this? I don't remember, but it's it's a scheme. It, and it's something like, if before Joffrey gets on the throne, then we can yeah. make sure that uh, you maybe should be on the throne. Maybe that's where he's like, it should be a Targaryen, Yeah, it could be you. We can do what we want. You should be on the throne, and we can rule. And he's like, no, fuck you, Littlefinger. And you're right, Littlefinger's like... Well, I thought you asked me here for my advice. What yeah. the fuck am I doing here? And Ned's like, well, I do understand that things are going to go down. I need you to bribe the City Watch. I've only got like 30 dudes of my own. I, yeah, I need and them to be on my side. The, king's, loyal the king's guard. To, yeah. There's like heaps of them and they're all, you know, crack soldiers. And they're loyal to the king. So yes. whoever we make sure is the king, they should be loyal to. And I think it's here Littlefinger's like, ah, oh, they're loyal to whoever pays them yeah whichever king is paying them yeah well though that's that's the city watch and because there are i guess maybe there's lannister guards so there's like stark guards lannister guards and the city watch is a third party yeah the and city watch is only loyal to the king and it's just in king's landing and it, it seems to be like it's the the royal guard something very, like that and yeah. yeah and you're right Littlefinger ends it and off like, sell me is the head of that i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah yeah or maybe jamie is well no there's two i think you've confused two 
There's four parties here. Okay. There's Lannister guards, Stark guards. There is a King's guard. There's a King's guard and a and City Watch. The City Watch is the separate one, right? Which is just the City Watch. It's just you know regular guys. And is that the one that Barristan Selmy is? No, he's the head of the King's. He's guard. the head of the King's guard. Yeah. And okay. then there's a there's another similar looking old dude, right? Also yes. wearing a gold helmet. Yes. And yeah, and you this... see him later on with just a beard and kind of a nondescript. Totally. Face. And so this this is the group that Ned has correctly identified. Look. Let's get these guys on our side. There's yeah. more of them. So if we get them on our side, we'll be fine. We can make them loyal to whichever king we say is the rightful king. And and Littlefinger's like, sweet, I'll fucking bribe them. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Ned's like, like, I think Ned realises, I think Ned knew all along that's what the plan was. He wanted Littlefinger to bribe them. And <clears throat> Littlefinger is like, oh, you want me to do your dirty? Like, you, you say you're a noble, honourable man, but when there's some dirty to do, you make me do it. Yeah. And he points the knife at himself, and he's like, <laughs> "We can make whoever we want king king," and it's all kind of weird. And yeah, yes, it is. Um, so, yeah, that's. I think that's the extent of that scene. It's Ned maybe realizing, oh, you know, so you got to do some some dirty work to get stuff done. But yeah, totally yeah. putting it on little finger. We go back to north of the wall, and there's a whole big creepy uh, weirwood vow scene. Yeah, the, the tree with a face on it, kind of crying blood or something, yeah. I think it looks... Or sap. But I guess so, yeah. it's The whole face is like... It, yeah, it looks like blood. It's, it is real creepy. tree. It yeah. looks strange. And so it's like, oh, I guess this is what the old god, gods are. They were kind of fucked up and weird, but um, that's what the northerners are into, so yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And they chant this big uh, vow about giving everything up and giving it all to the watch. Do it together. Yep. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't remember they it. They have that thing. <laughs> And then uh, they're all hugging and happy, and fucking Ghost comes back with a hand in her mouth. Yeah. Her? His. I don't know. I think it's her. Could be him. (laughs) I'm not sure. Anyway, some seven hand. Yes. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's real. John's like, drop it. (laughs) (laughs) It looks. Initially, I was like, is that like a weird hand? But I guess it's just frozen. It's just, yeah. I, like, it's a weird severed hand. Yes, sure. But it's just been in the fucking woods for ages. Yep. Yep. Um, and then we go back to Vas Dothrak, and Daenerys has come back, and she's okay. And Drogo's like, what the fuck is going on? What? Yeah, that dude is, like, tied up to a post and all bloodied up. Yes. Yeah. That tried to poison Daenerys. Yep. And he walks around, and he's like, uh, my moon of my life, something like that, he says to Daenerys. Like, something like that. Like, you right, moon of my life. Jorah the Andal, you saved her. I'll give yes. you any horse you want. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which, like, to them is like, a new car. Yeah, and Jorah, like, looks at Daenerys and then looks away quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, you're right. He gets. He's going to get a horse. People then... start sort of filtering into this tent. Yes. And then yeah. Carl Jorah's like, all right, here we go. I'm going to do a big speech. And fuck, man, does he do a speech. He does a very rousing and intense speech, and he's flexing all his muscles the whole time. Yeah, he keeps doing like this big fucking thing, and he's like, I'm going to rape everyone. Yeah, I noticed I- that. <laughs> Which is like, well, all right. Okay, cool. you put slotted that in there where it's supposed to be just taking the throne all back. Right. Okay. Goals, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, then he's like, I'm going to take over the world. My boy's going to be the stallion who mounts the world. Yes. We are going to cross that fucking poison sea. Yes. We are going to get on these wooden horses. Yep. And we are going to take that place. And I'm going to give my son his uh, mother's father's 
throne. Yes, he yeah, because I'm I'm might have skipped this, but there's some there's a scene earlier where Daenerys is describing the Iron Throne yes, and all of that. She's stuff. like braiding his hair or yeah, something, and they're talking in Dothraki, and they're getting along like a fucking house on fire. Like yeah. they are clearly fine with each other now. They genuinely seem to like each other. Yeah, now. yeah, totally. And yeah, she's described the Iron Throne. And he's like a steel chair. What? And you she's don't like, need no. that. You just real Carl's sit on horses. Yes. That's- Everything is a horse. And so, yeah, she's taken taken pains to explain the whole situation to him. And now after this, and she's survived, but she was, you know, attacked, you know, essentially, you know, there it, it was an attempt on her life. It's all come to a head for him. And he's yeah. like, fuck it. Let's go and get the Iron Throne. This is my son and he is going to have the world. Yes. Yeah. And he fucking means it. And he seems like the sort of dude who could do it. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Uh, all right. And then the final scene of this episode Ned walks into the fucking throne room. Uh, he's got some people behind him, and he's like, he's got his so stuck- just outside of here is where Renly goes. Yo, he's dead. Joffrey's king. Right, right, yeah. right. So Ned has got his small group of Stark soldiers with him. Yeah, and yeah, he's Renly's there, and Littlefinger's uh, like, it's all ready to go. Yep, yep. Varys, I think, is floating around too. Yeah, and yeah, so they all walk in. Joffrey's on the throne. Cersei is sitting right next to him. Yeah. And Barristan's there as well. Hound's there with his dumb helmet back on. Yes, yes. And they walk up and Ned's like, all right, get off. (laughs) Yeah. Stannis is meant to be sitting there. Yeah. That's the correct way of doing this. Yeah. And Cersei is like, listen. I'm not sure if he even says Stannis at this point. He's just like, you shouldn't be there. Totally, yeah. He he might mention like all the fucking weird shit, but he's like... uh, But he doesn't say like, hey, that kid ain't fucking Roberts. No, you're right. He doesn't reveal all of that stuff in front of yeah. everyone. And Cersei is like, look, let's make this easy for you, you know, get on your fucking knees and swear loyalty to King Joffrey and you can go back to the north and live out your days in that fucking miserable city of yours. Which, for her to even offer that means, like, she is afraid of having to fight the Starks. Yeah, totally. To, to offer that to them, to say, like, fuck back off and I guess we'll be six kingdoms. Yeah. Is, like... And I, I think, yeah, she wisely can see this fucking clusterfuck of a situation that could potentially happen... Yeah. And is like, look, let's just settle this now. You can fuck off. We'll get the throne. It's awesome that we'll get the throne. So that's probably enough for us, you know? Yeah. And he's like, mm, no. Uh, I got a note here that says, <laughs> fuck you. And it's <laughs> yeah. signed by King Robert Baratheon. Totally. And she grabs that note and she's like, who's King Robert Baratheon? He's dead. So fuck you. I'm tears up the note. And she's yeah. like, that's your plan. And Ned's like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I got another plan. Hit it, boys. <laughs> yes. And, like, Barristan Selmy walks up, and his two of his, like, bodyguards are about to draw their weapons. He's like, no, he's an honorable man. Don't do anything. I like him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're having this sort of standoff. Yeah, you're right. Ned is like, listen, I don't want to shed bloodshed. I don't want bloodshed in the throne room. Um, but, yeah, hit it, boys. And the, the City Watch march in. Yeah. And they draw all their spears and swords and stuff, and they're kind of surrounding everyone. And there's a few shared looks after that. Yeah. People kind of back and forth like, all right, here we go. Here we fucking go. And Ned's like, all right, I guess we're going to do what we got to do. And he's like, come on, you know, just give up. Yeah. And then <laughs> who's, does someone else say? I don't think anybody says it. Like there's just a few nods and that beard guy, whatever he is, head of the city watch, they all just sort of 
turn 45 degrees yeah. and point their spears at Ned's men and start spearing. And just fucking stab right through their hearts. The hound fucking whips his sword out and runs down there. He's yep. into it. <laughs> He's loving it. And uh, it's like, it's a massacre. Ned's men are dead. He looks confused. Littlefinger runs up from behind, grabs his dumb knife, holds it against Ned's throat and goes, I did warn you not to trust me. And cut to black and fuck me, that was a good episode. Yeah, that is a that is the best ending so far yep we've had in that episode the death off screen of our first major character yep yep robert baratheon is yep. dead uh i guess john aaron was sort of but like that's before the show but yes. uh robert baratheon is dead ned is fucking fucked yeah <laughs> like, ned's he's got fucked. a knife against his throat and little fingers betrayed him clearly paid the city guard to go joffrey's way yeah which uh, i don't think we can really figure i guess at this point we just assume little fingers picked the side he thinks he's going to win. And the side that, like, he, I think, has recognised Ned is never going to give him any influence. And he has said and, in that... And that Ned was is is shit at playing the game. Sure. Well, and always shit for him to play the game he wants. Right. Ned right. will make sure that Littlefinger never has any power. Sure, yes. Yeah. Because Littlefinger shouldn't have any. Because right. he doesn't have any right to any. Right, and all that Ned is going to do is lead the situation to war, and that's not good for Littlefinger because yeah. he's not a fighter. Exactly. He's a fucker. And, and like, Littlefinger has explained, I want everything. Yeah. He's literally said, I want everything. So you have to assume that means fucking everything. Yeah. So he realized he's not going to get that with Ned, so fuck you, Ned. Yeah, and Ned is completely betrayed and is left in an incredibly precarious situation. Knife against his throat. Don't get much more precarious than that. Knife against your throat on a tightrope would be. <laughs> yes. Maybe slightly less precarious, because then if you fell, you might not get stabbed and you might survive the fall. That's true. That's true. So really the most precarious situation possible. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that that is a great episode of Game of Thrones. It is. I agree. I guess next week we'll do... Eight and nine? Yeah, yeah, sure. And then ten on its own the week after, possibly. Yeah, maybe with a guest. We'll see if someone wants to do that with us. I think that could be fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, that's uh, the end of the main part of the episode. Yes. The spoiler-free watching it for the first time part. Yep. So if that's what you're doing, thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, get in touch. Uh, email us, tweet us, Facebook us, what you're thinking so far. What's the email? Uh, are you talking to me pod at gmail.com okay and are you talking to me on Twitter and Facebook both the same uh, yeah I know um, we've gotten comments and messages from a few people who have started watching the show for the first time so really keen to hear what you think about it so far yeah. I can't imagine what it would be like hopefully you've been spoiler free maybe not but, uh, but there's yeah. a lot of pop culture sort of bleed through of game of thrones yeah. i feel like so maybe people have heard terms and whatever that might not sure. have come up yet sure but uh yeah if, if you're spoiler free head off now and we're going to do the sealed section for anybody who is re-watching and, and knows about the future of the show yeah and here welcome we are. Here to we the are. sealed section <laughs> yes uh, well, I'm trying to think of anything Littlefinger said in that brothel scene so I can say that again in the creepy voice of uh, the sealed section. Doesn't uh, matter. He's just, yeah, everything. A anything. Yeah. Well, I, he does literally say the word everything, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, a couple of notes I'd written down yep. about these episodes. I'll tell you mine now because it's just one and the note is uh, all of Ned's fuck-ups. Man, that dude is an idiot. Yeah. Or, like, I guess it's so easy to say in retrospect because he's just so... Com and he is right, in quotes. Yeah. But being right does not equal might. And I was I was watching these two, especially the, the, the second one, the seventh episode, with the mindset of, 
yeah, is Ned doing the right thing? And if I was watching this for the first time, would I have been on his side? Yeah. And I think I probably would have been. Like, I don't know that I would have been thinking one step ahead. No. And everything he says is honourable and justified. I remember being blown away by the 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 turn of Littlefingers at yeah. the end. Yeah. Because, like, Ned is right. Totally. He, he is correct and he should win. Right. In, in in every other version of this story, in every other, you know, fucking Lord of the Rings, yeah. Narnia fantasy story, a guy who is morally correct yeah. and really stands up for himself and seems to be strong physically and have support yeah. wins. Yeah. And this and guy doesn't... Maybe, maybe it takes him a while. Sure. But, uh, There'll be trials and tribulations. And this still does seem like that middle chapter. Yeah, where sure. it's like, oh, fuck, uh-oh. Yeah, What's yeah. he going to do to get out of this prison cell he's going to be in? You're right, you're right. In in that kind of hero's journey story, there always is the trial, and, yeah. and they this come out of happens, it. <laughs> but in two episodes' time, he fucking beats up Littlefinger. Totally. In that version. Totally. Beats up Littlefinger, he beats Jamie in a sword fight. Yeah, Cersei, like, falls off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Stannis arrives and fights for them and wins the day, and... And Ned's king and everyone's happy. Yeah, seeing where Ned thinks this is going to go and where it goes, they're two very different things. And the, that is the, the, the brilliance of the show. Yeah. Like, that really is why this is a fantastic show. It's, something else I think that does make it great as well is how much stuff they're setting up here and not giving a fuck about whether you understand it or not. Sure, the, sure. The Wildlings mentioned Mance Raider. Yeah. They're like, we could take it back to Mance Raider and get a lot of money, and they're like, fuck Mance Raider. Yeah, we're going south. Fuck north of the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The three-eyed raven doesn't make sense for years. <laughs> totally, totally, and arguably never. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yes, without any extra sort of looking shit up. Yeah, that's the one thing that they don't do in this show to the point where we're at. Explain the old, the the the, uh, Child- the children, children of, of the, the forest. forest, all the old stuff pre. Yeah, the like recorded history or whatever. Never right. really addressed in the main show. There's extra features on the DVDs and shit. Oh, right. I've not uh, looked into that stuff at all. And we'll I do kinda, an episode about them at yeah, some point. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, but you're right, yeah. like uh, Maybe this is all there is to know, but my understanding is like there's always some fucking guy with these special powers and it was... Um, Mac, what's his name? Brandon Max von Sydow? Oh, right. You know, the old guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, is the Three-Eyed Raven, you know, in, in quote-unquote present yeah. day... Which becomes Brand, but yeah, Brand Brandon Brand, Brandon the Builder Brand, was yeah. like the guy who built the wall. Yeah, yeah. So there's theories about all that stuff as well, which we'll get into eventually. And which, to be honest, is my least favorite aspect of the show is that those because there's yeah. so many fan theories about that stuff, and yeah. it doesn't play into the stuff that we are discussing week by week, which I think is the best stuff, which is just like this show as a TV show. Like, it's... Totally. Well, the big one was the R plus L equals J thing. Sure, sure. Uh, which kind of already is... Well, like, obviously is a, like, a factor here. Yes. Yeah. And could be guessed from the first episode. Right. Or the first, like, opening of the of the whole series. So Yeah, sure. But, yeah, uh, that's kind of all I've written down as well, because this... All, everything that's happening now in the context of the rest of the series kind of either loses relevance, not loses relevance, but gets resolved. Well, and we talked about this on last episode, how, yeah, it's a lot of it is is wrapped up in the Ned intrigue and the, yeah. and the fact that he's uncovering the bastards and the, and the fact that Joffrey is Cersei and Jamie's son and the illegitimacy and all that stuff. And that 
certainly um, continues to be a factor in the sense that, you know, it's the reason why anyone still is fighting against the Lannisters and considering them to not have a claim to the throne later on. But but in terms of the immediate, you know, results, it's like Ned finds it out and then gets fucking killed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We got that to look forward to next episode, I guess. If we're doing eight and nine. Baby, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's that much else in terms of spoilery stuff that I can think of. No, I didn't really uh, make any other notes. I was looking for it as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, Ned. Uh, oh, we forgot to mention the scene with Sirio and Arya. Oh yes, yeah. Didn't have a lot of impact. It's just sh- it, we kind of brushed over it. But it says that like not today thing, which <laughs> oh yeah, means- right. But, and that Arya is kind of clearly competent with a sword already. Sure. He, and he tells her, like, yeah, in times of war, it's important to be good at fighting, so yeah. <laughs> let's keep doing this. But, yeah, whatever. We didn't need to talk about that bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I reckon that'll just about do it. Hell yeah. I'm really looking forward to the rest of this season. I it's, might go uh, watch another episode tonight. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, thank you, spoilerinos, for listening. I realise <laughs> our fans could be called Arians, which is not oh, good. Oh shit! <laughs> I like that. It's it's uh, it's good, right? It's we got to have nice some fun. sort of signal we can do to each other in the street to let us all know that we're part of the same. Uh... Well, I'll be wearing a gold star because <laughs> I am I'm Jewish. For anyone uh, I like, listening who doesn't know that, <laughs> and that it's I kind of want to describe that we're all good, like we're all like we have knowledge of this show. Yes, like we we've, we've kind of mastered that. And that we're also, like, really slick with it, like, really ace with it. Like, if we called ourselves, like, the master aces. <sighs> I think we've gone too far. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Um, but, yeah, sorry, uh, anyone who's listening for spoilers, that we d- there's not more to talk about this time. But I think you're probably all on board with the fact that, yeah, it's just, like... We can very clearly see that Ned has made mistake after mistake yeah. after mistake. And as first-time viewers, it's just been re- revealed to us now. Like, yeah. oh... Okay, he fucked. But, uh, it, yeah, it gets more fucked. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for listening if you're, uh, you're still listening now. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week for eight and nine. Eight and nine. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.